2: These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship.
0: There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Morning, everybody. It's episode 45 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life, the Bristol Diaries. And it's uh, Friday 24th, just coming up on 8 o'clock in the morning, 12 degrees outside, we are sitting, the sun has literally just breached the horizon, dew-covered grass, blue skies, it's a beautiful morning, the birds are singing, and accompanying me as always is Laura. Morning. Morning, who we've just sat down and... As soon as we hit recorders burst into tears. <laughs> filled with emotion. As will become apparent when we talk about yesterday. So what's the vibe this morning, sweetheart?
2: Um I don't know. I think I talked for yesterday but uh I was alright yesterday, I held it together.
0: You did? Um, Funnily enough though, this time yesterday morning you were like this.
2: I think No but I didn't know how I was going to be yesterday But Leo was so excited From the moment He got up And then I think I was just on Doing things mode throughout business the day
0: Business mode weren't Yeah, it? We both were Got into business mode I had a couple of moments throughout the day As we'll discuss but uh, it felt like a very businessy day. Yeah. And certainly felt a lot more like the day I expected compared to the day I think Leo expected. Yes, it to be like. Yeah, maybe. So we'll get to that. But this morning,
2: uh, uh, what's the what feeling? What am I feeling? Um, uh, I think maybe reality's kicking in a bit. I don't know. I've, I've not slept very well. I've had that... You know, I've been checking my phone all night. Yeah. And then I had that thought of... I don't know anyone he, he's with. Nope. So if I need... You know, if... I needed to contact him or somebody needed to contact me...
0: Yeah. I think we need to do that.
2: Uh, that, that they can't. And, you know, like... You know, and I know I'm not expecting to hear from him every day or anything like that. But I think maybe last night I expected to hear, just hear from him, like, perhaps last thing or...
0: Well, it's typical boy pig isn't it? <laughs> this and is I... not a reflection on him. This is boys in general. <laughs> what boys do at this point in their life is they totally ignore... Parents in general, but definitely they totally ignore how much the mums do for them. And all they think about is themselves. And he, as we'll discuss, he could not wait to get rid of us yesterday no matter what we were doing for him. No,
2: I know. And I think I just, you know, like I sent him that last message, like just I just sent him a message, sorry, that last thing at night. Just, to, you know, hope you've I had a great day, blah, blah, blah and lovely lots kind of thing. And I didn't get a reply.
0: He did, I didn't know you'd sent that. I didn't reply to that?
2: No, this was around... This was just before we were sort of settling down about 11 o'clock-ish. Uh, I assume he was probably still awake. Yeah. But, yeah. So then I, ha- then I think that uh, added to that fear of, you know... If something happens, and I, I know that's a, you know, he's eighteen, and I've got a like let him go thing, but you know, obviously, first night, I'm gonna, I'm gonna worry.
0: Yeah, and first night, he should have replied to your message.
2: Uh, but also, just, you know, we're we're leaving here in a couple of days, and. I, you know, just I keep thinking about things that I should have said.
0: And... Well, it's not like you're never going to see him again.
2: No, I know, I know that.
0: And but it's like you've done enough, and I think this needs to be said, right? And I but don't you... want to seem like the emotionless, flat one here. But
2: but yeah, no, no, I know, I know. It's you've just...
0: shown him enough emotion. The pair of us have constantly on this trip been saying, "Oh, this is the big one. This is the big move. This is the big drive up to Bristol now. This is the drive no, into Bristol." I know, Bristol. I
2: know, I know. Listen, it's, it's, it's things like. All he "I've
0: got to get to pub. I've got to get to pub." No, I know, minutes.
2: but it's like I wish we'd spent our time together differently, which I know. Uh,
0: but it wouldn't have been any different.
2: No, but I've got that, that's that going through my head, and then I've got like. You know that thought of when we get back to Dubai and, and walk past his bedroom and he's not—he's not going to be in there anymore. And uh, I know all these things probably sound stupid no. to somebody listening,
0: but I, I don't—I don't think they're going to sound stupid at all. It's a massive deal. You were expecting this. It's a massive deal. But, and. Uh, and- you're not going to get the closure from him because it's not his job to give you the closure. Yes, what he's doing through adult eyes, he's selfish and self-centred, but through 18-year-old's eyes, and we've done really well with both him and Honey to have kept them close through the teenage years and for the large part, they've not been, I mean, Honey's done her level best, but they've not been the snarkiest of teenagers, especially Leo. In more recent years, since he got his girlfriend, since he got a little bit more attached to his phone, he moved away a little bit. But I think we're just starting to see the beginning of that snarkiness, so it's almost come as he's leaving,
2: which I think most people
0: witness a lot earlier. You
2: know, and and I caught it a couple of times yesterday from him.
0: Well, I want to talk about that as we go through Um, yesterday.
2: But... Yeah, it's, um, and I, I know people have talked about when it's your first, it's the hardest. When it's your last, it's the hardest. Be, you know, when when yeah.
0: you... Yeah, oh, of course.
2: Um, and then we we met his uh, flatmate's mum, one, yeah. one of his flatmate's mums, and I was chatting to her. And she was she's in a similar position that it's her her first her boy and but she was saying she you know he's only an hour fifteen minutes down the road, so yep. she said, oh we'll probably be back up next weekend yeah which yeah,
0: I understand that that's not you know well look, you're kind of messing up the chronology of yesterday's podcast. <laughs> well, you asked then.
2: me to speak, and I? I'm
0: sitting here and I've got two feelings of, one, this is ruining my version of today's podcast, and yeah. two, I feel really sorry for you, <laughs> in that order. Uh, so look, let's rewind a bit. Uh, yesterday morning. Yeah. And Leo only ever does what he did yesterday morning when it's something for him, right? Yeah. He, he gets up out of bed first... For the rest of the year Both he and you Treat it like he's got A bona fide medical condition That he doesn't have to Get out of bed Right And We tiptoe around Until he gets out of bed But then there's a couple of things Like when he had to do His university room selection Or hall selection Or whatever it was He's up about Six o'clock in the morning Fresh as a daisy Yesterday he did the same thing Didn't he Yeah So we come down here To record podcast, And you came out And said he's already in the shower He's up, he's fresh, can't wait to go. He was actually a nervous wreck.
2: Yes, he was.
0: And uh, we'd had a curry the night before and he was blaming it on that because he had toilet trouble. <laughs> but it wasn't that, I don't think. No, and no. And I could just see from his behaviour.
2: He couldn't eat, he couldn't drink.
0: He put his going out jeans on, <laughs>
2: which is so <laughs>
0: funny. No, uh, he looked
2: good yesterday.
0: And we spent a bit of time getting him getting ready uh the robin's on the line, look at me on the end of the line, right where the tree is. he's right in the tree, look, see him,
2: no I right can't. where the
0: line meets the tree, Watch. you'll move around, you can just see his little red breast on the there look,
2: oh yeah, no, let that thing
0: just drop down, he's right next to it,
2: yeah, my eyes can't see that,
0: full of tears, um. The robin is my version of your dad standing behind you in the garden telling you that you've <laughs> messed up the coffee machine during podcast recordings. <laughs> I sat in the kitchen yesterday morning doing bits and bats and I wanted to mention, why does Radio 2 sound so different when you're here than it does when you listen to it back in the UAE? There's something really comforting to me about Radio 2 in the UK.
2: Oh, yesterday they were just playing bloody sad songs.
0: Yeah, Well, they you're going to pick up no, on that, There they were, And
2: it? I'm thinking... Why are they playing such depressing songs all day?
0: But I was ultra aware of anything like that. Right. Because mean, um, I thought anything might trigger you off. Uh, but I had it on in the kitchen yesterday. We have it on when we're in the car. I know it's a bit bloody mum and dad radio. And I don't even think the music's been that good this time around. I normally love it. But there's something really comforting to me about it. So I wanted to mention that. <laughs> The other thing I wanted to mention before we get into yesterday proper is default stirring. I've just made us some drinks. Do you stir clockwise or anti-clockwise?
2: Anti. Do
0: you think that's the default stir? I don't know. Because I did it, I made a mistake today. Uh, These coffee drinks that we've got, these sachets, you have to do the paste with a little bit of water in. And right at the end I thought, I'm going to put a bit of hot chocolate in. So I was trying to get. Are you doing it now, aren't you? She's no. Miming. I'm tra-
2: I'm trying to. If I was left-handed, which way I would do it?
0: Well, I stirred clockwise. F- sorry, anti-clockwise frantically this morning to try and get the bits of hot chocolate to dissolve, which they obviously won't. But then I thought, oh, I'll go the other way. Very strange to do a clockwise stir. Yeah. So I don't know if uh, that's that.
2: That's not a natural hand movement.
0: So <laughs> back to yesterday morning. Then car got packed. It was nice to pack a car and have things fit in. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was just Leo's stuff. And what was also nice is when we walk into the cottage here, I didn't realise this till last night, we've been living with all this uni stuff packed right near the front door of the boot room here, the utility room. Yeah. And...
2: It looks so much bigger now. <laughs> it's a totally
0: different house without all that crap piled up. But we loaded the car and we set off at around, what, 11 o'clock yesterday morning. And as we pulled out of the drive, and this is the difference between parents and kids, I just suddenly realised, I said, oh, Leo, this is the last time you're going to see this cottage. Yeah. And he just went, yep. Yeah,
2: but I thought about that, and I, I didn't say it, because I thought, you know what, he's probably not had an attachment to this cottage, because this... Because
0: he can't wait to get out of it. <laughs> is,
2: no, well, this has been the, you know, that stepping
0: stone to the... It's been a... Uh, an 18th century prison <laughs> that he can't wait to get out of because he knows there's 300 pubs down road that he's going to be going in every night. Yeah.
2: He wasn't interested in not
0: interested in the, fact that in the emotion.
2: 2 minutes to the left is
0: Fred West. Fred West's bodies. How he can't be interested in that is beyond me. More on that later. Uh, we drove into Bristol again, traffic not too bad. We went to our favorite car park, the Nelson Street NCP which is a minute's is walk. Is it
2: still your favourite?
0: Well, it is my favourite because it's the closest <laughs> and it's the one that I know how to get to without sat-nav. But yesterday, I had to go in and out of that car park three times and I don't know if they're doing the same thing they do at Cheddar Gorge where you have to pay a full day. The first time we were in that car park for, I'm, I'm going to say, less, maybe an hour, it cost me £9.50. Yeah. That was to drop Leo's stuff off and put it all in his rooms. Then we left to go to Ikea and Tesco and I paid £13.50. Then we came back from Ikea and Tesco and parked up again and then I paid another £13.50. So yesterday, roughly £37 to park in a car park for probably half a day.
2: England, well, UK
0: got really expensive guys
2: yeah the parking I just everywhere you go you have to pay for parking and it's really really expensive like that is a lot of money that's you know what I mean yeah
0: so we parked up now the plan was that we'd got a time to move Leo in which was three o'clock yeah now our only experience of this was when we came into Bristol for that first time last Saturday and we saw the mayhem in the middle of Bristol which really put us off but Around Leo's building there were people moving into the building next door and there were just families and cars and mayhem everywhere. So we were expecting that. Yeah. We parked the car up and I said, it's three hours till we're moving him in. We were going to go and have some lunch, that was the plan. Yeah. I said, let's walk up past your building, see, you get the vibe. We walk up, not a soul on the pavement. Well,
2: there were, but it was really calm.
0: No, but there were no cars. Yeah where there had been probably 15, 18 double-parked cars, harried parents dragging bags out. So there were barely any people. Then inside Leo's building, there's like a foyer and a central courtyard. And we walked in and there's all these happy helpers in the fluorescent jackets. I get talking to this guy, and he actually works in IT for the, I think it was called Unite, the thing. They've got buildings all over the country. Uh,
2: Many of them are in Bristol.
0: And I get talking to him and he, I said, oh, do you work here? And he said, well, I work in IT, but on these moving in days, we all pitch in and come down from different departments. They were all really helpful. So nice. And, you know, I expect him to be a bit patronised. He was a lovely guy. And I said, oh, we're moving him in. I'm across the road in the NCP. And he said, oh, let's get moving him now then. Which on the one hand was lovely to hear, but on the other hand ruined the lunch plans for me <laughs> because as soon as Leo heard that he's just like get me in yeah. get out of here which I didn't want to do because I thought that lunch was an important part of the day yeah so then there was a little bit of tension mainly between me and you we walked up into onto Cork Street in Bristol where the markets are on the weekend but I just got that overwhelming feeling that well, leo less than ever wanted to be with us and just wanted to get in and you well, probably and he, wanted to.
2: he was wouldn't eat and wouldn't drink because all he could think about as well was getting to the toilet.
0: He was very nervous. Yeah. Which I understand.
2: And, and as we've mentioned before he's not a public toilet goer.
0: No. But not he a got to the laboratory. point
2: where he had to go so.
0: Well we had to we had to talk him off the ledge we went to Slug and Lettuce for dinner for lunch and I'm saying, there will be great toilets in here. This is a clean, really nicely designed pub. And it They're was going early. to be good toilets. It was early. In the- there were nobody in there. No. What are you saying? So the drunk, the drunk lavatory users won't have wrecked yeah. it. Yeah. 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 But we also had to tell him because he got a, t- he got a text from one of his friends, one of his flatmates, saying, "Oh, when you come down to move in, you might hear me screaming at my parents." And he's like, oh, she really said, don't get on with her parents. And I said, well, you're probably not texting her saying that your parents are great either, but you get on with us. But she's probably going through that same thing about being embarrassed about her parents coming, you know, and just wants them out as quickly as possible. Yeah. But do you think, Are you? do you find her embarrassing because of that? No, you don't care.
2: Exactly that, yeah. So and we, and there, there were families that had... Mums, dads, grands, brothers and sisters. There were. And, and I was saying to him, look, and he's like, all right, you don't have to say it. And I, and I was like, no, no, I'm just, you know, explaining to you that you're not looking at any of these families thinking, oh, they've got their f- whole family with them or...
0: Yeah. And we are by far the... We're not the coolest, but I don't think we're in, also in the weirdest, most embarrassing. We can be.
2: Yeah, we can be.
0: When you've had a drink and I'm on form. But we're not so I I hoped that kind of got through to him because he needed to know that we were going to be around for a while so anyway we rushed through a meal a total waste of time as far as I was concerned you did a chip advisor for Slug and Lettuce that's in the chip advisor folder on my Instagram
2: yeah
0: and then we were back down to the NCP you guys waited outside I went and got the car paid the £9.50 came round you guys dumped all the bags on the curb, and I parked back up in the NCP. Yeah. And then it was a case of moving them all upstairs. He got his little wristband entry and things like that and we got up to his flat.
2: Yeah, that was all pretty smooth. And he, I think he's got lucky with his room. They've got quite a nice, they've got the first floor uh, flat. It's
0: a very urban area. There's a lot of, it's funny, isn't it? I sat in his room, we opened all the windows and all you could hear was pneumatic drills, lorries, police. You know when you go to New York and you open your window in your hotel and that's all you hear?
2: Yeah, London. And I just
0: turned around to him and I went, listen to that, sounds of the city. And his face just lit up and I thought, when you're that age and because he's never lived in a proper city like this, a thriving city, it's so exciting. To me and you, it'd be a headache.
2: Yeah, I think... I think it's exciting when you're doing it for a holiday, but the when, yeah, I wouldn't want to live with amongst that.
0: Uh, So then it was a case of getting him moved in, and (laughs) it was by that point, you see, the tension was off me. I just organising stuff, putting stuff away. I was tending to do the electronics and well, you
2: were doing the cutting packets open and
0: yeah. And I was watching you. I mean, this... (laughs) He's got cupboards and he's got drawers and you're getting big piles of stuff out of his bags, like his T-shirts. The first thing, above his bed, he's got cupboards fastened to the wall, no fronts on them, so it's like a... Big shelving unit. Big shelving unit, about eight shelves, which are square-shaped.
2: You'd missed just before that, I'd, I'd got his jumpers and he had, he's got this like thin shelf at the top of his wardrobe and he literally was just pushing the jumpers yeah. in. You know when you're trying to yeah, yeah, get yeah. something in, in somewhere and you just want to shut the cupboard and it never opened that cupboard again. Yeah. He was, there was no fold. They were literally screwed up yeah. and he's like pushing him, he's like that'll do, that'll do and I'm like you've got to open that cupboard every day.
0: Yeah.
2: I said, I said right let's use one of your Shelves in above the bed, yeah. Which so he took them all out.
0: And this is a bit that I see. He climbs upon his bed, and he again he just shoves them all in, all screwed up. He tries to put one big batch in, and then to keep it from falling out, he gets individual hoodies, screws them up into a ball, and wedges them into the corners. Yeah. Right. And I'm watching this with a smile on my face, and I'm looking at you. And every time you're behind his shoulders, you're doing that face to me like. <laughs>
2: Oh, it was painful. It was so painful to watch. Like,
0: and I said, Leo, you do realise she's going to take all of them yeah. out and fold them back up. And he's going, I'm just putting them there. I'm going to sort them later, which is like, you're not going to touch them jumpers for three years, you pillock
2: Yeah, no. And like, in my mind, why, why would you then put them there to resort them? So then, then I said, you give him
0: about fifty t-shirts. <laughs> Yeah, well,
2: the, I, I did resort them literally there and then. Yeah. That take, took me two minutes, folded.
0: Much. So, so he did exactly the same with T-shirts. He had a pile of T-shirts, a foot thick.
2: Yeah, he and he just opened
0: draws. one drawer yeah. and he squeezed them all into one drawer, crushing them in. And we stopped him and we said like, I said, you do realise she's going to do that straight away again, Leah.
2: And then he, he just said to me, there's no point because they're not going to stay like that. And I, and I was just like...
0: But he picked a pink long sleeve top out and it it was unwearable because it was so creased and I said, well, if you put them in like that, that's yeah. how you're going to get them out and you know what you're going to look like if you go out with your friends or you're trying to impress yeah. wearing a top that's that creased. You're just like a tramp.
2: And again, I I just quickly tried to sort them out and he, I could see he was getting really huffy with me about it. I,
0: well I stopped you, didn't I?
2: Yeah, and I said but the thing is, I said he should be doing this now the right way. Yeah. Like, yes, he knowing Leo, he is one of these he doesn't keep things particularly tidy. He's not he's not extremely messy, but he, he doesn't he's not he doesn't have care.
0: He's not learnt like look, I've said before, he can't tie his shoelaces. He just
2: He can tie his He can tie his shoelaces. He doesn't tie his shoelaces how you would want him to.
0: He doesn't tie his shoelaces where he's going to be able to ride his bike without falling off. That's my big concern, and that's why I'm saying it, right? Every time you see him, his shoelaces are untied. They're never tied like a human would tie shoelaces. They're loose. He doesn't tie them. I don't know why, but he just didn't take to it, right? I bet if we see him today, his shoelaces are untied. Now, my point here is, that's what he's like... So with the sh- with the T-shirts, you started folding, them and I said, "You need to let him fold them, or he'll never do it." And you said, "But he can do it."
2: Well, the diff- see so the difference is like you've got Honey, who, when she does a wardrobe sort, which is a kind of a, a girls seem to do that a bit more. She does it perfectly. She's got one of these T-shirt folders, and she she does she puts it in her wardrobe so, so neatly, but that only lasts for about a week and then her wardrobes are a total mess again and yeah. she gets her room really messy but
0: she can do it but when she gets to adult age she'll be sorted. Of...
2: oh and if when she gets to moving into her uni I know that she will fold her stuff nice and neatly now Leo can do it but because all he wanted to do was get his room done and get us out of there he was trying to do it the fastest way possible yeah which
0: but his room unless you do his room at home his room never looks like that
2: but I and I, it was annoying me that he didn't have that or like, this is your room now. This is your, you Pride. know. Yeah. And I, and I said, you know, like fold them, put them in. Yes, you may not keep, your. nobody keeps their drawers as neat as they do when they first do them. You no. know what I mean?
0: But it's so nice to have them neat.
2: Yeah, it is. And, and the fact he didn't have that was really annoying me. So I did do it. And I said, like, you should have at least be trying to keep them like this. You are an adult now. And then uh, I could see that was annoying him. But then...
0: My worry is when you walk around Bristol, and it's a very studenty place, you see people who are older than student age now, I say people in the mid-twenties, who are obviously not homeless, but look homeless. They're unshaven, they've got them wiry beards, they've got unkempt hair. You know, uh, they are probably leading a professional life. They probably <laughs> they probably work in a vegan bakery or something, right? But my worry is Leo's going to become one of them. Now, that's no disrespect to them two people because when I was that age, most of my mates looked like that, yeah? They all looked like, what I would say, a Glastonbury fire juggler. <laughs> you know a Glastonbury fire juggler? Them trousers that you used to like, the patchwork trousers. Yeah. But a bit smelly.
2: I think, yeah. I
0: don't want him to be that guy. We've not brought him up to be that guy.
2: I tried to, when you know, I did his uh, toilet, his bathroom, and I put all the cleaning stuff there, and I'm saying to him, right, use this for this, use this for this. And I know he wasn't listening to me.
0: No. Because his head was just like this, get out, get out, get out, get out. Yeah. The entire time. Because
2: again, I know he 's probably hardly ever going to wipe down his surfaces in his room and oh. change his bed and i'm saying like there's your, there's your clean sheets, there's your clean you know duvet cover never get used no and and then I again, we did the kitchen with him, and the kitchens obviously you only get a certain amount of cupboards because you 've got to share that between uh-huh. there's the five of them, so I think they had a couple of cupboards each so i'm so i'm trying to fit it all in but in a way where you can still get stuff out blah 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 and I'm saying to him right here's this is where your pots and pans are and stuff like this we've got a bit of food in that one and your glasses and cups yep 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 yep. he's not listening and then I'm showing because they've got two fridges showing him this is your food right they, you're in you know like two different people have got the same milk and I'm saying that's your milk again
0: not listening I,
2: and i teacher me and Mummy wanted to get the uh, marker pen marker pen, and write his name on all this stuff Yep. but he would have killed me if I'd done that
0: he will be doing that soon <laughs> don't worry so we did all that we got him in and the next thing we popped out for a bit of a food shop you wanted to get, I, I didn't want to go to Tesco's with you oh we spoke to the building manager on the way out guy called Xavier lovely bloke really helpful he looked like a juggler and um he, when I first said hello to him, thought I was a student. Now, you get all the comments about looking <laughs> young, right? But I think I've got a student vibe about me. Look at me jumper. I look like a, look like a Glastonbury Fire juggler today. Yeah. And uh, I had a lovely chat to him. Then you guys popped along. He told us where the best veggie burgers were. And he goes, even though I eat meat, I love this place. And I'm, I'm thinking, you... He
2: looked like a vegetarian. Looked
0: like a classic veggie to me. Yeah. But that's a Bristol vibe. And, um... He told us, I mean, we were, I think we were already popping in that direction, but he told us that Tesco and Ikea were right next to each other. We popped up there. I thought it's best if I don't come in Tesco because I'll constantly be huffing and puffing about how much you're buying for Leo, right? Yeah. So I thought, I said, I'll go to Ikea rather than us both do them both well, jobs.
2: now, I, th- I think people listen to, the bit, to this will be like, why did you go to Tesco? Why didn't you go to Asda or Lidl or Aldi? Or Aldi. One of them. But... To be honest, it was a case of the nearest big supermarket. Because yeah. I wouldn't have chosen Tesco because I think it is the equivalent of like your spinnies or it's your, it's your expensive yeah. one. And actually,
0: we've been in it a good few times since we've been back here. And I don't know if it's this Brexit thing or all these shortages everyone's on about, but it's not been great. Oh,
2: my gosh. The shelves were so empty. It was and, and I have we have been hearing this on the radio that, you know, uh, it's it's
0: it's but awful. Also, we had a ticking time bomb teenager in the car. Yeah. And at some point, there was going to be a massive fight, right? So we needed to get everything done. So don't oh, well, the, judge us for going to Tesco. Well,
2: the first, then the first thing was, you you dropped us all off. Betsy decided to come with us to Tesco because she thought, I'll get more goodies in Tescos than of I will in Ikea. Of course you
0: will, as a child.
2: So she, she came with me and Leo, you went off to Ikea, you drove away. I forgot to take my bags, the shopping bags, and then I also didn't realise you have to put a pound to get your trolleys so I was like I have literally no change yeah so in the end we found the
0: the one that you can put twins in twin
2: baby trolleys you don't need a coin for so we had to and they are so heavy
0: when I saw you I'm like (laughs) I thought you'd bought them seats I'm like why she bought baby seats (laughs) for little anyway
2: Bessie's going can I get in one and I'm like nope let's just get this done
0: so I left you to it I went to Ikea normally in Ikea with the we're target market. Everybody in IKEA in Dubai looks like us. Yeah. Uh, a woman with a list and a guy who wishes it could be somewhere else. That's normally the, yeah. what you have in IKEA. I felt like the old man of the sea. Everybody in IKEA was a student. Students.
2: Well, same in Tesco's. Obviously, they'd all got this thing from from one of the, the guys. One of the Yeah. Uh, nearest, nearest Tesco, uh, nearest yeah. supermarket is. So everywhere was just mum and dad and child or mum and child or son, you know, and it was just uh, everyone doing exactly the same thing.
0: My Ikea shop was easy. you don't only, and guess what I did? I memorised it in a little song, which I won't be able to remember now, but I will go in, <laughs> plant, plant pot, extension lead frames. Plant, plant pot, extension lead frames. Plant, plant <laughs> pot, And I did it the whole way around the stone. And every time I got one, so it were like, Probably write you plant a little list. Frames. Plant, plant, pop frames, and they were frames. <laughs> so I got them all. Well, pretty easy.
2: I didn't, which is shocking. I didn't write a list for yeah. the supermarket because I felt like there was going to be too much I needed to get, and I thought you know probably the easiest thing, which is why it was annoying me that it wasn't a full supermarket. The shelves were empty. You know, I, so I, I thought right, I'll just do the up and down as quick as we can. First one, we go up full of deodorants and women's so it was women's shower gels women's deodorants they've split the men's ones up and i so then i'm spending the next 2 minutes trying to find where are the men's deodorants and i couldn't find them they were down with the nappies on like four aisles up what now, that that winds me up
0: if that winds you up how much must it wind up these young bristol living people who now of course You've got men's, women's, yep. non binary.
2: Exactly. Non gender. Well I did think about that and I thought, why not just have them all like and you know, Leo's going, I'll oh, just have one of the women's deodorants. And uh, yeah, I mean I sometimes use yours, Fine. sometimes use mine, no issue. But it was it was just the fact that they weren't there that was annoying me more than anything.
0: You and Leo I did not I didn't I wasn't there, but you told me later that you'd had a bit oh, of Oh, it a- was on
2: the, it was on the stationary aisle, I remembered, that's where. Because he's saying to me, I'm saying oh, like you know, you get your pack of big pens. So I was just going to get a pack of them. I was like, "Do you want the all all black ones or do you want mixed colours? Nope, just get me black pens. And then I'm like, uh, "Should I get your folder?" Like, yeah, I won't need a folder. And I'm like,
0: "Oh, he, he said before we left that he were never going to write again. I don't need stationery. I'll never write but again." I
2: was like, "What if they do give you like worksheets and stuff? Where are they going? Like, they won't give us worksheets." He
0: said that, didn't he? He said he'll yeah. never use and stationery said, well, again. Just he's from the future perhaps
2: just maybe just get one folder just in case and then i'm like we get to the like notepads a4 pads do you want a notepad nope why not because i won't be writing anything down i went leo at some point you will be right and literally we're having an argument about paper
0: not in the future and
2: it's not like i'm saying you have to buy that notepad it's me saying i am buying you and i'll buy you six notepads if you need them yeah he was arguing see with me. this is
0: why I couldn't come on that shopping trip because if I'd have come on that shopping trip I'd have been saying if you don't want it don't get it for it. Yeah. and you and I would have ended up arguing so I'm so glad I'm not there so I, and it was just like
2: and then I'm like do you need you know a couple of pencils because sometimes right, yep. with, no no I don't need pencils I was like right okay so then that, that gets rid of sharpeners and rubbers so I don't need them I'm like highlighters no I'll never high, use a highlighter and I was like well, Ever again what what about your textbooks where you get to highlight no I'll never do that
0: yeah Pfft, textbooks not and from I, the future
2: said, so when you're sat in lectures and you you want to take notes I will take notes on my computer all right okay what about if you want to write lists and stuff like that you know and I, it it was
0: I'll use me VR headset
2: it's just oh, it was so <laughs> frustrating and
0: I'm so glad I wasn't there so, for this
2: and so in the end, I didn't... Because I'd already got him an A4 pad. So we literally got pens and pad. That was it. Because he was refusing that he'll ever write again. Yep. Which I, I find that so bizarre for somebody that's just about to do a three-year academic
0: course. This is, again, the 18-year-old dickhead in him.
2: And so there was that tension, and I didn't want tension. You know, And and then... Oh, uh, so anyway, it was just—it was just literally—and I was like, "Do you want to get any treats?" No, nope, no. Nope. Do you want He's
0: going to learn to regret yeah, that one. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying <laughs> again.
2: I'm saying to him, "Oh, but you know, you might not feel like it now, but in you know a few days' time, when you want bloody jaffa cake." Yeah. Anyway. See,
0: this is where I'd teach him a lesson, but this is where your mum instincts think, "Well, I'll get it all for him anyway." Well, I and didn't. I will not appreciate for it for him. I, d-
2: I just got him a couple of bits, but
0: I. So, We'd very different any- emotions when we got <coughs> back together then. <coughs> Sorry. There's the morning cough, guys. I know you wait for it. Um, very different emotions because you were tense because of this. And I was very sad because as I went round to Ikea, they've got all the Christmas stuff in. Yeah. And I love Christmas. I definitely love Christmas in the UK. And I instantly had that fantasy again of... Oh, I could be buying Christmas stuff to do this cottage up that's fantasy, our cottage, or even to do up Fred West's murder farm up as our cottage. And so when I met up with you, I'm feeling all melancholy and you're all stressed out. And then it was loading the car up back to Bristol, back to the NCP at Nelson Street for another £13.50. Yeah. And another drop off on the double yellow lines. Yeah. And then we were back in his room for what? Two hours? Hour and a half, two hours?
2: Maybe. Maybe not quite that long, but he's yeah. Just,
0: do you know what he kept doing? Like, we'd propped his door open. Now everybody else was in by now, all his other student friends in his little flat that he's in. Um, and Betsy Paul wants to meet him all. She's dead excited. Where's Paige? Where's Paige? I want to meet Paige. Where's Paige? She's obsessed by Paige, just because Paige has got a silly name. Right. And what Leo kept doing is... I'm going to go and get a glass of water. We're sorting everything out in his room. I'm going to go and get a glass of water. (laughs) And he's closing the door behind him so we're shutting his room, the embarrassing parents. Yeah. He must think I'm stupid. He's got a sink in his room.
2: But the funny thing was, I was stood in the kitchen at one point, I think unloading the food shopping, and in walks um, Toby and his mum and dad. And Toby is the only other guy in the flat. Yep. And uh, he's like... Toby's all confident. Hi, how are you? And I'm like, hi, hi. And I'm like, oh, I'm Leo's mum. He's like, oh, you're Leo's mum. And he was so excited. Yeah. Because he was like, you know, obviously Leo and him have had a little bond already because they are the only two lads. And he's like... And then his mum's like, oh, hi. And introduces herself and her husband and they're all like chatting away. And and so then Leo walks in about five minutes later. Like, and, he, and he, Like
0: Kevin and Perry. And he's like,
2: oh, they're all... What fun.
0: are you doing
2: Yeah, <laughs> but you know actually, why?
0: Because Leo... Will have spun him the Batman yawn. He'll have said, "Both my parents were murdered when I was younger."
2: <laughs> no, but then actually Leo softened a bit, and you know, and yeah. joined in the conversation. But and you know, and like like as I said, the the mum was like, "Oh yeah, we'll be back down. Don't worry, we'll, Leo'll be sick of us soon." And
0: mm.
2: and it, and their son was like all chilled about it. And I think
0: this is the thing with Leo. But I think, although you're like this to some degree, and I am, so you stress so much about some things. Like I stress so much every time I go get on stage with a the microphone. and I get on, and it's an absolute breeze when I'm up there, and then I don't know worry do, about. You do actually.
2: You get really stressed. And I get so stressed. Live gigs.
0: But all the best entertainers do, Laura. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, what, I get what. it. I get it. Um, anyway,
0: we got him moved in. I hung his pictures up for him. They, yeah, they look him to, lovely. I asked him if he could go down and ask Xavier, the building manager, who said he had everything. If he could get me a spirit level. So Leo decided to ask all the (laughs) girls in his flat for a spirit level. Now, I'm not being sexist, dear. I wasn't expecting any of the girls in his flat to have brought a spirit level to university. Well, considering
2: one of them asked for scissors.
0: Yeah. And He did go
2: downstairs. But he didn't
0: ask the right person. He probably didn't. He'd asked the receptionist. She's not going to have one. And he asked one of them girls who were moving stuff in. So we had to hang his pictures using our... um, Smith eyes alone I. Mm-hmm. I think they're alright
2: they look great they look great and, and I think by the end of it his room looked great and he was chuffed and
0: you can see a picture of him on my Instagram but this is pre-pictures going up of him in his room and you can see how tidy it is and I captioned it this room will never look like this again <laughs> I, I, on Sunday when we're going to pick him up he's got a, he's got a
2: decent size room actually
0: nice everyone's saying this on the messages yeah When Sunday when we're going to pick him up I'm going to take another photograph of that room and I bet already it looks like it's been burgled
2: and it will smell funky. Ooh, but yeah. thought. So, he literally, like, even even when it came to the hug, it was a.
0: Uh, he's walking you backwards yeah, and he's hugging yeah, yeah. you like towards <laughs> door. Which is
2: which is not like Leo because Leo is actually quite a sensitive person. You know, he's quite an emotional person. Out of you know all three of them, he is quite a sensitive soul. Yeah. Um, but.
0: Anyway, yeah, it's he. And look, I'm, he let himself down yesterday, and it's. Knowing him, it's understandable. And knowing him, he won't regret it now, but I'll tell you what, in seven or eight years, and that's when it happened to me with my parents, he'll look back and think, God, I was such a tool bag to him that day. <laughs> and he well, will. It's,
2: it's funny because, you know, I know there were kids being dropped off that were really emotional, and the parents were really emotional, and I. I was kind of glad he wasn't like that yeah. because I think that would have been really, really hard. But
0: it would have been a bit of closure because you need that closure. But, You're sat crying now. But,
2: but yeah, I think, but then on the flip side, I didn't want him to be as he was, where he was just like, yeah, not going to miss you, get out the door, go, go, go. I wanted somewhere in the middle where I felt like, hey, mum, yeah. I, mean, I am going to miss you. You, know, like, you needed that. Yeah, I did. I did a bit. And
0: you didn't get it. No, I'm going to start crying again. And, and we walked out of the building. We left him to it. We said his goodbyes. I had a bit... I had sent you out so I could have a bit of a man talk with him. There's the details of which you don't need to know. And then... <laughs> as we walked out the building, you I don't know if you saw this, the funniest thing, because you're seeing people, mums and dads carrying stuff in. Yeah. Now, in context, when you see a mum a dad a teenage son or daughter all carrying big bags or whatever we carried a big piano in and things like that if you're all together it's all like a student family we're winning if you're and them dads on their own it, you're suddenly not in context as we walked down to the street there was a dad now i'm 50 this guy must have been in his mid-60s possibly pushing 70 He was a little old bald man yeah looked like a mole and under his arm he had a skateboard. It <laughs> looked so funny because I was like it looked like Johnny Knoxville doing one of his old man uh, bad Aww. grandpa jackass sketches uh, so then we we're out on the street, and yeah, I think it hit you then. We went for a walk um,
2: I just felt flat again
0: and you said you want you know this is when you told me about what had happened in the supermarket, and you I think you felt a bit you weren 't resentful, but you felt a bit sad that. You didn't get... Well,
2: because Leo and I are actually really close. Yeah, you are. We're so close and, you know...
0: I think if he knew how much he hurt you yesterday, he'd be devastated.
2: No, I think he would. I think he would. And I I think that's part of the reason I was just trying to not get angry back and not get emotional and not get sad because I just... I wanted him just to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, because it's not about us. I mean, exactly it is that. about us, but it's not about us. And I knew the about us bit would come once you were out of the way. You've yeah. got to let him do this bit. Yeah. Every parent knows that. But you did. We probably walked a couple of miles and you were letting that out. You did well, though. I'm really proud of you because it, I know the worst is yet to come, but you, you handled it well. So we walked through Bristol as day became night. We walked down to the harbour and we met up with the Mullins who were
2: who'd gone through the same thing
0: regularly mentioned on this podcast their son had been a lot more emotional he's at the same uni but at a different campus to Leo and apparently he'd been very emotional very clingy and uh, they're doing that thing every time we've spoken to him recently they're saying well uh, Richie his dad has said I've told him if in a month you're not liking it and you want to come home come home you you know or if you want to do a different course tell me and I'll get on that which I think they really... Oh, no, I, no. I don't think they want him to come home, but I almost feel like oh. they're such a tight family, as are we.
2: Uh, it is that thing of, if Leo had turned around and went, Mum, I don't want to do this, I want to come come home.
0: You wouldn't have got a sense of that. You'd have had him in that car. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Even if we had to pay the full three years, you'd have gone, <laughs> come on, yeah. live with me for the rest of your life.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, back on the bottle. So... We met them, we went to Pitcher and Piano. another chip advisor review.
2: Well, I didn't order chips, I was forced to eat.
0: You were forced to do a chip advisor. Is that going to be one of the chapters in your biography, how you were abused into eating chips? Yeah. Um, We had a meal, and accompanied... Sometimes, you land lucky. You were accompanied (laughs) by live music.
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: Now, this is a line of bars, it's called the Watershed, M Shed, something like that. Yeah. It's along the... Uh, first part of the harbour
2: Yeah,
0: and it's a line of about what 15 pubs and a cinema and it's all cool and it's packed full of people and they're all playing trendy music inside yet they allow buskers right outside the restaurant where you're sitting and this wasn't with amplifiers bus- this
2: wasn't your Ed Sheeran busker
0: this, this was. <laughs> was a guy 60 years old at least
2: uh, yeah Little
0: old grandad with a microphone and a little distorted amplifier playing backing tracks to some of the biggest hits of the last 40 years.
2: Well, let's just say singing wasn't his thing.
0: He was shouting every song. The most ironic one he shouted was The Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel. (laughs) Hello darkness, my old friend! I've come to talk with you again! (laughs) just drunkenly blasting out these yeah. songs and he
2: was literally swaying he had the sway
0: on it it sounds awful it enhanced our evening oh, so much we, we were, loved We were it. singing
2: along to sweet caroline but
0: well not. when we every song it took you a while to figure out what it was yep
2: yeah. and you could hear other other tables going oh it's uh
0: yeah and we started a lovely meal big veggie platter for us and uh Betsy Pearl had the Mullen girls to play with, which is always lovely for her. She gets so excited to see them. Yeah. And...
2: Yeah, and it was it was a, a chance for us all to kind of, like, let go of what had happened that day, yeah. you know. And
0: Yeah, and I think it were nice for you to have another mum to talk to and me to have another dad to talk to. I think that was really nice.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, obviously, um, we'd had slightly different experiences. Yeah. So... You know, I, I think I think in in some ways that was quite nice because I was saying, don't worry, you know, your son will be fine, and and they were saying, you know, don't worry, he'll he'll feel that emotion, it will it will hit him at some point, you know. Yeah. So we were we were, you know. But anyway, it was lovely to have a little drink, and well, I was the only one drinking as usual.
0: What a surprise! But you know, oh, I, when I ordered you drink, see. The picture in piano, you order your food at your table, lovely waitress, but you have to order your drinks inside, which is ridiculous.
2: Annoying, yeah.
0: I go inside and I'm just having a hot chocolate. You've ordered the campus drink on the menu. What was it called?
2: Strawberry and Rose
0: Cosmo. Yeah. Strawberry and Rose Cosmopolitan. I say it to the guy behind the bar, he almost visibly takes a step back, <clears throat> He gets the shakers out, oh. he gets all the tools out, all silverware. He puts a.
2: Did he do the Tom Cruise?
0: He was doing flare bar staffing, chucking stuff about. And he's doing it for my benefit, right? Now, I imagine if there's a gaggle of women at the bar, that's such a good thing. It's like cocktail, like you said. It's fun to watch. For me, it's not fun to watch. Awkward. It's awkward. I'm looking at my phone as he's doing it like <laughs> that. Oh, please let this end, please let this end. You know what I did while he was doing it? I set up my Apple Pay on my Barclay card that's what I did to take my mind off it because I thought I want to pay for this in a way that gets me out of this bar as quickly as possible yeah so he did all that it was
2: a very sexy drink
0: he's chucking the drink about I don't know if you've seen this on my Instagram because it's on there yesterday he branded the cocktail so on top of the cocktail it's like enjoy your drinks at pitcher and piano on the top of the cocktail in the foam
2: yeah my only complaint would be it wasn't quite big enough, it was very small. Very small,
0: class. like a doll's house glass.
2: For, for, the, for the price, once again.
0: And for you, I mean, you like a goldfish bowl full of drink, uh, don't well,
2: you? Well, yeah, and I, I was sat there, like I say, the only one drinking alcohol, and I'm thinking, I'd drunk the first one, and then I'm like, I really want another drink,
0: but... No, oh, I weren't going back into that bar. <laughs> now, during this conversation... You, you, now, you're giving me the finger, Right. We'd have to talk about it, but we're going to mention at least what happened, because this is prime podcast material. You unearthed a secret. No. No, you did. No, I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't... I think... Right, let's not... We will not even say what it is about or the people involved.
2: No, right. You're making this bigger than it is. I'm not
0: making it bigger than it is. No, Well, you say it in a simple way.
2: Well, basically, something had been told to them and they had totally missed it and I just said perhaps you want to
0: re-look at the evidence
2: yeah and then they went oh yes so
0: didn't just go yes no
2: no no well they didn't but but
0: Shelley was so shocked for a very I'd say for half an hour she sat with her mouth open opposite us and massive eyes and I was going I'm so sorry I'm very embarrassed about this I am I am so sorry because yeah, I but felt like I think like, it was a happy shot well I felt like in that five minutes there it almost felt like we'd broken the originators trust and we'd broken their trust as not being the friends enough to tell them originally yeah
2: but I was I so, hope, so I hope shocked. she knows why I didn't tell her but I, yeah it was
0: it, I don't know how, that, how deep that water is next to us Otherwise, I would have Fosbury flopped over them bars into the sea and swam to America. No, no. And
2: I, I, you know, like, and because of how she was feeling yesterday, I thought it would cheer her up. And so anyway, and then I, I did get a text last night to say, oh, yeah, you were absolutely right. Oh, my goodness. So It's
0: all been. I can't wait to see him again to find out. Well, what I, the said, I said,
2: let me know how it goes.
0: Anyway, that's that. Uh, We left them. It was really nice to see them. I think we needed it. You know, there was a bit of me when we were organising it with them uh, that afternoon. I'm thinking, oh, do I just want to go home? It's been a tiring day. I'm a bit exhausted. I'm so glad we met up with them. It was really nice. Uh, We walked back through Bristol, me, you and Betsy Pearl. And uh, it felt like it was just the three of us. We felt like a smaller unit, didn't we?
2: Yeah, and it had that... What I did think, though, you know how places change at night time? And I... it had that slightly unnerving feel because it was a city at it's, night
0: it's I said this as we were walking it's a very thriving city it's I think it's more bustling than London or New York at night yeah it doesn't go to both sleep both them places seem to quieten down in the evenings to me unless you're in somewhere like Camden or you know
2: but, there, but
0: that place there were, never groups, stops. there were
2: groups of lads and I felt uncomfortable walking, which is very apt when you think yeah. about what's happened recently, um, with the teacher. Um, and that thing of people saying, you know, a woman should feel, shouldn't have to feel, have that yeah. feeling.
0: I don't think that's something, sadly, I don't think that will ever, no. Ever go and and our,
2: me as a grown woman walking past a group of 18 to 21 year old lads felt uncomfortable. And I get it. And, uh, and, you know, and I'm holding Betsy really tight yeah. near me. And, but it, I had that, that feeling, which I think as, as a mum leaving her child in that city I had a bit of like...
0: Ooh. He, look, he's got, he'll grow up and he's got some growing up to do. Yeah. So we walked through the town. It's as thriving as it was in the middle of the day. It doesn't slow down Bristol. And we walked back. Obviously, we'd park right next to Leo's flats. So we walked back down that road and we walked past... His kitchen window looks right out on the road... We had no idea where he was, if he was in there or anything. Betsy Pearl went and stood under the window and and then she's shouting something, not to the window but shouting to us and you shouted her back and then we quickly scurried off and I thought, <laughs> I imagine Leo's sitting in there and heard us and just went like, oh my God. So we uh, paid another small fortune to get out the NCP. Yeah. We drove home.
2: I did get a text on the way home, by the way.
0: Ah. Oh. See, but, this is prime 18-year-old dickhead again. <laughs> well, I,
2: I thought, oh, Leo's text me. Because, I, I, like I said, I purposely didn't text him.
0: And you'd been feeling so down. And, and, then, s- and, you know, and this thing about you wish you had a slightly different relationship or he appreciated you. And then he texted you to make it all feel better. And he said...
2: Where's the tea towels? <laughs> I was like...
0: I, I almost swore that.
2: I, and bearing in mind, I had literally... Just before I left, I said, can I just show you, again, where everything is? Because I, and I knew he wasn't listening to me, so it was a pointless exercise. No, and, just wanted us yeah, out. So it was a bit like...
0: Where are the tea towels? And I would, if that were me, if not you even could kiss, that to not me. Not even
2: a kiss at the end yeah. of it. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, it makes you so cross. This this stupidity of youth in it. Anyway, that happened.
2: Picked up some more wood on we the way home. home
0: in the dark. Now, once you get off the motorway here... There's no streetlights. It's proper dark. We called at the garage and now we're back in spooky Fred West territory, right? Well, I right? think,
2: yeah, we've been spooked ever since, but being in the dark...
0: Got in the garage and I pushed in for a wee and I had to have a wee round back at garage in that little toilet that yeah, there. Yeah, I
2: wasn't getting out of the car.
0: And then I went into the garage and the garage was deserted. There was no attendant. I picked up some bags of wood for the fire.
2: And you're thinking, what's happened to the attendant? And I'm
0: stood there, because I've got the look, you know the fred west place that we're driving past on the way home and it's pitch black everywhere i feel really spooked i can't hear any noise i yeah. can't hear somebody in the back there's nobody behind the counter like i'm thinking for shoplifting purposes this is a dream come true i could have i could yeah. have done a supermarket sweep but it took a while and then when it was a woman when she finally did appear I said, "He's still at what time do you close?" And they closed in about twenty minutes, so she's probably doing whatever she has to do towards the end of her shift. But yeah, that freaked me out. And then we drove home.
2: The way Trevor Trevor McDonald.
0: We followed the Trevor McDonald path from the Fred West documentary. Yeah. Well, obviously we said the other day it's a different drive once you know what happened down that road, but when it's pitch black, down a single lane country road that's weaving around, and the maddest thing last night the timing of this the moon had just come up it was the reddest moon I've ever seen it couldn't have felt any more like a horror film if we tried and as we drove down this country lane you take a left from the power station onto the road where the old mill is sounding like a Scooby Doo plot this (laughs) and as we turn left on a road that we'd only driven down the day before there was all road barriers and it said road closed except for access. And I'm like, oh, now I'm going down a road and we're going to have to try and do a three-point turn outside this mill in the pitch black. So I'm, I'm actually freaking out, which is weird because I don't believe in ghosts.
2: No, it, uh, yeah. It just, and
0: you were like, do not stop this car. And as we passed it, it was just really freaky, wasn't it?
2: Well, it's funny, like you said, you'd said earlier that the how a building can look so it, it charming looked, yeah it was charming it was quite idyllic and we, as we said we were looking at you know trying to find out who the owners were so we could look at if they were thinking about selling it to now looking at it and i don't have that feeling about it obviously it at all. A horror, now, ain't it? yeah it, yeah
0: so that was it really we came home uh i think the day had taken its toll on us we came in the house, we had cups of tea. The
2: fire wouldn't light. Couldn't
0: get the fire going the properly. We had a little cuddle on him. the sofa.
2: Too too damp.
0: We tried to watch Taskmaster, but we were too sleepy. We were missing bits of it. We went upstairs. We had to drag Betsy's mattress into our room because she'll normally jump in bed with us, but this bed's not big enough. For for starfish Betsy, it's not big enough.
2: And she's been sharing a room with Leo. They've, they've yeah. done that at choice, so... But yeah so so she was with us last night and yeah it was a
0: that was it that was yesterday guys very emotional day and this has been a long one hasn't it I don't think it has I don't think it's that long but thanks for listening uh, we've not made a plan for today it's Friday I kind of feel like we're probably going to go into Bristol most days between now and leaving because I feel like we need a bit of Stimulation, so we're not just sitting around thinking.
2: Oh, no, yeah, we, we've talked about maybe doing the steam railway, the Avon.
0: Quite fancy that, that'd be nice. Is that close, is it?
2: Uh, no, I don't think it's too far.
0: So, we're, we're obviously going to carry on uh, with the podcasts until we uh, travel back. We'll be doing them after that as well, but uh. We're going to be seeing Leo again on Sunday, which is going to be very interesting. Mm -hmm. We are going to head in sound definitely on Saturday because I want to have another look at it on a Saturday to see if it freaks me out as much and see what the markets are like and maybe treat ourselves to a bit of stuff. And
2: You know what? I've got that feeling of, as well, because we're going to have to go back to reality and like admin and...
0: Oh, I'm getting so many expos about to start in Dubai. I I think it's starting this week and my company's heavily involved, I think we're the official broadcaster or something, so I'm going to be down there quite a bit and obviously if if I was in Dubai now, I'd be heavily involved in it all, but you know when you're away from work and there's a lot of work emails coming, I'm not reading them because I'm on holiday, Yeah. but I see them all coming and the problem for me is going to be, have you ever jumped off a moving bus? Have you ever jumped off so, or a roundabout that's going so fast yeah. that your feet hit the ground and you're running, but your body's not ready to run.
2: Yeah, that's, that's what going back's back like for me. me. Yeah,
0: I'm currently in holiday stationary mode. I'm still, I'm calm, but the world is still going.
2: Well, it's been a weird one because I don't think it. As we've said all along, this hasn't been a holiday holiday. Uh, no, you know, it's. The whole way through, every day we've had to do either admin or buying stuff for Leo, and even now, because we've we've still got bits to get, and it's been it's been a a, a little bit stressful um, at times as well. But we've had to forget about real life, if you like. But yeah. But it's it's approaching, and I, I got a text from Honey yesterday can I go to a party on Thursday yeah because we'll be back then and it finishes at 2am and it's on the palm and blah 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 and I'm like uh, well you can't stay on a party till 2am on the palm no but you can go so I'm already having to do
0: <sighs> and honey as well this is the entitled brat thing about Dubai kids she's texting us yesterday as we are going through this really emotional day three and a half thousand miles <laughs> away I'm going to do opera tonight, can you get me an Uber? And I'm driving the car, you're trying to do it and it's not working because you're abroad, it won't let you do it. And I'm like, what? You've left her with a pile of money till I get a bloody taxi. Phone a taxi. So frustrating for me.
2: Yeah, she was going on a, on a date. Yeah. He bought her a ticket to see Mamma Mia. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Which is, every dad hearing that, alarm bells are ringing. Oh, no. Oh, yeah.
2: Nah. That's, you know...
0: Have you forgotten? I, I, no. I honestly think hey. you look at the mo- rose-tinted glasses or all these suddenly every 18, 16, 17, 18-year-old boy is not after the same thing. Of course they are.
2: But still, he, he's given her a ticket to Mamma Mia. Went back in my day, I bet he has. it was, do you want to go and hang out at the shops? No, so. it isn't.
0: Snogging Woods. Oh. You're down in Snogging Woods straight away. Now imagine it, because how much you like theatre, imagine if a boy had come along and gone... Hello, lady. <laughs> would you like to come to Mamma Mia at the Mayflower Theatre?
2: Yeah, how do mic shaft? Yeah, yeah.
0: Straight in bogs on your like a...
2: back seats in the theatre. Straight
0: to the nearest woods. Nah. I reckon Mamma Mia tickets when you were that age would have got the full Monty.
2: Oh my God! Shut up.
0: See you tomorrow, everybody. Bye. The end.